finale of season four of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Oh, man. We are finally here to the season finale, and I have a good theory for you today. Now, the title of this episode may not be very telling in the realm of what this theory actually is. And this is kind of a continuation of the Dumbledore scheme, part one and two. And this is Dumbledore's final stages of the plan. So I covered books one and two, but now I will be covering not exactly book seven, but kind of the the final element of the story. I think it starts right around the uh, sixth book. So this is the actual plan of what Dumbledore wanted to do. So this is, of course... It was kind of covered in the movie, and it was revealed that Dumbledore, like, you know, wanted Snape and, like, Snape to die, Harry to die, but this is actually his, this is his real plan. That was something to get something, all of the cogs going, but this is actually what I think he was planning to do. And I, this episode is titled The Great Mistake of 1997 because that's when he did the worst thing he could have done. And his plan went completely off the rails. So there is definitely so much that goes along with this theory. And because this is the season finale, I'm doing something special. There's going to be three quiz questions at the end of this episode. And they're going to be hard. And they're going to be about the theory. So... Stay on your toes and make sure you absorb every little word of information I give you today. Man, that was a long intro, but I am so excited for this theory. Planning it for forever. So let's let's just do it. The Great Mistake of 1997. Dumbledore is very hard to figure out. His plans have plans that have backup plans with a safety net installed. We've come to realize everything Dumbledore has ever done isn't for in the moment. It's for years in the future. And that is very much the case with Harry and the absolute need for victory. I've already told you about how rigged the first and second years were. It may be hard to believe, but the final stages of the story were the most heavily planned out of all. That might seem glaringly obvious, but I don't think beating Voldemort was the final goal for Dumbledore. It was saving Harry, if that makes any sense. Well, it shouldn't. The truth of what Dumbledore was actually planning is a closely guarded secret only known to Dumbledore. There were many other things Dumbledore wanted to do. And I can tell you right now, nothing went as planned. The only thing Dumbledore wanted to happen that did actually come to pass was Harry's soul staying intact while still defeating Voldemort. That's it. And that's so because the things stopping Dumbledore's plan were things that no 
person could foresee. And it all started in 1997 with the disarming of Dumbledore on the Astronomy Tower. Draco Malfoy, of all people, was the one to throw a cog in the gears. That's because Dumbledore wanted Snape to gain control of the Elder Wand. But it was Draco, <laughs> Draco who took up that mantle. But Snape getting the Elder Wand to defeat Voldemort was not why Dumbledore wanted Snape to have it. Dumbledore was somehow planning for Harry to get the Elder Wand. How? Well, by having Snape purposefully lose a duel to Harry. But the only way for the Elder Wand to be passed to a new owner is for the previous owner to die. Did Dumbledore want Harry to kill Snape? No. Dumbledore knew that the wand would still pass owners if Snape was left alive and lost. It seems impossible, but Dumbledore had the key to make that happen. What's the key, you ask? The Sword of Gryffindor. Dumbledore still wanted the Sword of Gryffindor to be given to Harry. In the same fight? Well, it's definitely possible. Knowing Dumbledore, having the fight between Snape and Harry actually work is very plausible. And although we may never really know how it works, Dumbledore did want both the Elder Wand and the Sword of Gryffindor to be given to Harry at the eventual end of that duel. And we know that from the will. In the seventh book, the Minister of Magic goes to the Burrow to deliver the will of Albus Dumbledore to Harry, Ron, and Hermione. To Harry, Dumbledore left the Golden Snitch and the Sword of Gryffindor. But there is something interesting in that will. Dumbledore still needed the ring to destroy the Horcrux with the sword, so he couldn't give it to Harry. Was that it? Dumbledore wanted to destroy the ring. Is that all he kept it for? No. He wanted to give Harry the sword, yes, but not directly. He wanted Snape to do it in that very duel. Dumbledore might have known how corrupt the ministry was. By keeping the sword for a later use was just part of the plan. So Dumbledore wanted Harry to have the sword of Gryffindor and be the master of the Elder Wand. What was the other end of the plan Dumbledore was working so hard to create? How did the logic of it actually work? Well, it all started with Harry getting the sword and destroying all the Horcruxes. After that ordeal, Voldemort was super weak. The final duel takes place, and one side is Harry Potter, the boy who's not top of his class or the best wizard. And on the other side, we have Lord Voldemort, who was the most powerful dark wizard of his time, and, oh wait, he has the Elder Wand. How could Harry win? Well, it's simple. Dumbledore's plan. On the outside, even I would bet on Voldemort. But it's the inside that Dumbledore was creating. Voldemort only has a fragment of his tainted and ripped soul. The thing Voldemort has, however, is the Elder Wand. But no, 
Harry is the master of the Elder Wand, and Harry has something to fight for. So when Voldemort casts the Killing Curse, the Elder Wand recognizes Harry and went the other direction, towards Voldemort instead. Voldemort dead, soul intact, mission accomplished. And there we have it. A nine-minute theory, that's a pretty big one. And But we, we still have the quiz questions to go. So this will tell you if you were paying attention during that theory. So question number one, when did Dumbledore's plan start? And I said it many times. I think I said it, you know, three, four times. So you should get this one. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think. You got it? You got it? I got it for sure. But I think that it is... 1997, because the great mistake of 1997 was when Dumbledore intended his plan to start, because he wanted Snape to kill him, become the master of the Elder Wand, then eventually have Dumbledore, no, Voldemort, kill Snape, become the false master of the Elder Wand, all that, all the horror, that whole thing. 1997, that's the answer to number one. Number two, what was the cause of Dumbledore not giving the sword to Harry in the will. We know the first uh, purpose. Dumbledore wanted to destroy the ring horcrux, but of course he couldn't because he was dead. So what was the other function? This was a speculation and not actual fact. So this was an actual, an actual theory. So let's think. Uh, actually... I wrote this a while ago, so I am pondering. What was the cause of them not giving this one to Harry? Oh, yes. Oh, because he wanted Snape to give it to Harry. Man, I, like, forgot I just said that. All right, and finally, number three. Did Dumbledore want Snape to die? Oh, man, because I know he, he did die, but I'm not sure if Dumbledore actually wanted that. And the answer is yes. I don't know. If you... If you got all those right, good congratulations, because that is, that's a very, very tough quiz. But we have got to unpack this theory, because man, there is so much that goes along with it. So, we just revealed what Dumbledore actually wanted to happen. The final stages of Harry's career in fighting Voldemort. Oh man, okay, my brain is still blown, but we will. I will try to make sure this all makes sense. So, long story short, Dumbledore wanted Snape to kill him. Then, Snape would be the master of the Elder Wand, and possess the sword of Gryffindor still in Dumbledore's office, from the time he wanted to destroy the ring, and have Snape give both the Elder Wand and the sword of Gryffindor to Harry. Then, Dumbledore wanted... I think must have been instructed by Dumbledore's portrait to give, well, intentionally spark a duel between Harry and Snape. And then once those two people have been fighting, 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 and then Snape will have to intentionally lose, giving up the sword of Gryffindor, because it only presents itself to a worthy Gryffindor, so you can't just pick it up and use it. It has to be... You have to win it. It has to be presented by you. You just have to not randomly find it and think, I'm going to use this. It has to be given to you by fate. 
And that's why Dumbledore knew that would also work as kind of a bridge for the Elder Wand, because it would recognize Harry as a more powerful wizard than Snape, because then Snape had something that thought... So the Elder Wand recognized the power that Snape had and also recognized the power that Harry had. That's why the Elder Wand is the Elder Wand. And because Snape also had this sort of Gryffindor which belonged to Harry, the Elder Wand recognized that power shift taken away from Snape and given to Harry, giving Harry the slight upper hand. And then because we know how the Elder Wand works, well... We don't, but <laughs> let's just, uh, in the in the theory world, I've made a previous theory about uh, how the Elder Wand works. I will leave a link in the description. But basically, the Elder Wand wants to go to the most powerful wizard to become that wizard, to make that, that was the uh, master of death. So giving Harry something that would make him more powerful than Snape and have Snape not use his full power against Harry would lead to Harry winning the duel and not having to kill Snape. Because, of course, the whole point of Dumbledore making this elaborate plan, scheme, whatever you want to call it, is so Harry can stay Harry. And he can stay good and the face of the light side. Killing Voldemort would shatter his soul. And we've already covered that killing does that regardless of how you do it. So, causing that spell to not go towards Harry and have the Elder Wand, you know, set, set up that duel in such a way that causes Dumbledore's plan to take effect would be the most challenging thing possible. But somehow, it still did happen. Because Draco disarmed Dumbledore. Now, Draco's the master of the Elder Wand. And then, Snape kills Dumbledore, not knowing that he isn't the master of the Elder Wand. And then, the whole story just continues. But, the pivotal moment after Draco disarms Dumbledore and the Astronomy Tower is when Harry disarms Draco, becoming the master of the Elder Wand, and putting their plan back on track. And then, he is never stripped of that title. He is never not the master of the Elder Wand. So, Voldemort continues going around thinking that he is the master of the Elder Wand. And it all just goes down. When the final duel comes, they are dueling. And one of the most pivotal, I said that word like a million times, but the most crucial detail is Harry has so much more than Voldemort. And because in that instance, he is the more powerful wizard. It would be Voldemort, but Harry has already destroyed all, including himself. He killed himself and then came back to life just so all of the Horcruxes could be destroyed and then had that upper hand against a Voldemort. So Voldemort had, it must have been like, one-eighth of a shattered and tainted soul and basically nothing else. He is just completely stuck in that place because he he is completely alone. I think it's almost an Easter egg in the movie, but when Harry, you know, has that way overly dramatic, you know, and it, like the, the camera zooms in and his eyes flutter, and then everyone in the movie theater just goes yes, and then Harry 
you know, rolls out of Hagrid's arms, and then Voldemort has his, like, like demented, like, what just happened, kind of, like, grinch stole Christmas face, and then Harry just sprints off, and then Voldemort does this thing where he, oh my gosh, I'm just laughing at the way Voldemort holds his wand. It's so funny the way Voldemort holds his wand, and I'm, okay, what am I doing? We are so off track, but the, the bottom line is, when Harry, like, you know, comes alive, and he runs away, all of the Death Eaters, you know, they disappear and do their cool black smoke thing and run off. They will fly off, technically. So, Voldemort is left with no one. He has maybe Bellatrix and maybe, you know, three other people. And in the movie, it's depicted as kind of more, but in the books, I think I'm kind of going off the books here. In the in this story, I'm just saying, in the story, so many Death Eaters leave. And Dumbledore, keep saying Dumbledore, Voldemort is left with nothing of himself and basically no one else behind him whereas harry has all the power and harry is destined to win because he has a full soul and he has dozens of people behind him helping him through what he had to beat voldemort for and Another one of the most important details in the final duel was the Elder Wand. Dumbledore wanted Harry to be the master of the Elder Wand, and he succeeded. Not Dumbledore, but Harry made that happen. So, because Harry was the master of the Elder Wand, it was already fated for Harry to win. Because when Voldemort is dueling with a wand that isn't his we know how that goes. And it's multiplied a hundredfold because it's the Elder Wand. Even using a wand that isn't your own, it won't work. It doesn't listen. You aren't the same. You can't communicate in a way that allows you to cast better spells. But because Voldemort had the Elder Wand, we were thinking, like, okay, it's a pretty even duel, but he wasn't the master of the Elder Wand. So it would be a person using the wrong wand times the Elder Wand. So all these factors multiply, and it's like a percentage growth. Everything that's happening just multiplies on itself, and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse for Voldemort. And that's how Dumbledore managed to put Harry in that position. And that's how Voldemort thought that he was the master of the Elder Wand and he had that power and he could beat Harry. Man, that was a while. But I'd want to clarify, well, not clarify, but talk about one uh, last thing before we close up shop for season four. Crying. Well, not quite, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still crying. <laughs> so. The fact that Voldemort died. Now, this might be confusing for some people because Harry didn't kill Voldemort. And Voldemort, there's no way Voldemort would kill himself. Because he just wants power and to live forever and to have all the followers. I don't know, maybe he was just really lonely as a kid and he just wanted to have a lot of friends. So that's why he, he started the dark side. I don't know, my brain is strange today. But how did Voldemort die? How did that work? Harry certainly did not kill Voldemort, so how could Voldemort have been, I guess not been killed, but eventually end up dead at the end of the duel and not have it be by Harry's hand? Well, let's just think of all the options here. There's Harry, Harry's wand, Voldemort, Voldemort's wand. No one else. There's literally nothing else that could cause damage there. So let's just run through it. Harry, of course, 
crossed off the list. Voldemort crossed off the list. Harry's wand definitely crossed off the list because Harry is not going to do that. But Voldemort's wand is the Elder Wand. So I think Voldemort's wand, the Elder Wand, was not functioning the way it should. And that's because, you know, the previous talking points about how using one that isn't yours really results to bad casting spell. And I think that's kind of what happened with the Voldemort. When he cast a killing curse, the Elder Wand is so smart that it, it recognized that Harry was its master and it was the more powerful wizard, so it didn't want to kill Harry. And you can't uncast a spell. You can, you know, reverse time or do whatever, but once a spell is cast, you know, the magical whatever, I think it's, I was just going to say it's Newton's Law, but that's gravity. <laughs> um, Gamps, it was um, like Gamps' third law of, uh, like, charm work or something like that, that you can't uncast a spell. You can recreate it. You can do literally anything else, but you can't uncast a spell. So how did that spell go from Voldemort casting it towards Harry towards Voldemort being killed? The Elder Wand cast it on itself, and we know that a wand can cast the other way. It can, well, not only physically, but it can literally cast the spell inward into itself. And that's how, actually, a good analogy would be Ron, because his wand broke and it became something that wasn't his wand anymore. So he was left with something that wasn't his, and it it just didn't work. And it was broken, and it didn't work for him. So when he cast a spell, sometimes it went the other way. It went the other way inside of him. And I don't think it was cast, and then it came out the butt end. But I think it was something... It, it was definitely more like deep than that. It, it didn't just literally go the other direction, but... I think the wand cast a spell using its self, but not going out of the tip. I think it kind of traveled inside of Voldemort. And that's why Voldemort eventually died, because the Elder Wand was not going to kill Harry, because Harry was the master of the Elder Wand, and the most powerful wizard in that situation. So because Voldemort cast the killing curse at Harry, and the Elder Wand didn't want to kill Harry... It rebounded, and that is just, I think I said the last one too, but that's just so poetic, because that's the same thing that happened in that final, uh, not the final, the, the first, not the final, the first duel between Harry and Voldemort, the curse rebounded. Harry was completely protected by forces unknown to and unbeknownst to himself. So, when the killing curse was cast, it went towards Harry, but it couldn't, because Harry was the master of the Elder Wand. So, when Voldemort cast the spell, it went into him, and that culminating with all the different things he, he did to his soul, and you know, the anti-horcrux, and everything to do with that, Voldemort was killed, and Harry won without having to kill Voldemort himself. So, that is mind-blowing after 25 minutes of just talking about that. But, oh my gosh. That was crazy. 
Man, season four was so great. I am so happy season four turned out so amazing. Uh, I suppose the the most recent season should have been the best, and I think this one has been one of the better ones. My my theory game has been on point, on point with my, my theory game. So I'm pretty cool. Uh, next episode is the season three highlight reel. I did do something... Uh, last season season three where i uh just reread the five best theories and i think i'm gonna do something a little similar where i'm gonna pick five theories but i'm not gonna read the theory i think i'm just gonna talk a little bit more about what i thought of the theory because i have after i'm not sure if you know this but i have like a ton of other things to say after the uh after i press stop recording so man i think yeah that's that's gonna be coming out uh next episode you might not even be listening to this when it comes out, so you'll have, you'll just click off this one, go right to that, but, man, I am so excited for season five, I still am thinking and thinking, and I have two theories already done, so you can look forward to those, I am so excited, next uh, next episode, season three, four, rather, highlight reel, you know, going over some theories, Look out for season five. It is still on schedule. Staying with two episodes a week. It's going to be great. So, yeah. And then this is such a great way to close out. I'm so happy, you know. <laughs> I'm not crying. What are you? Are you crying? No, I'm not. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I'm going to... I'm just going to end the episode there. I don't want to say anything else. You know, all those call to actions. If you really want to, you know, leave a review, subscribe, all that. But, man, I need to turn off the Harry Potter in my brain, take a walk or something, <laughs> okay, but that was the season, we will doing a review next, I don't know, Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever, but, um, yeah, use this awesome season four finale to your advantage.